Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Breaker, breaker for that Growing in Grace podcast. You got your ears on. Is this thing on? Hello? Is this thing on? (laughs) Yes, Smokey here. Hey, Smokey. (laughs) Are you the bandit? I feel like it sometimes. Are you in the convoy? (laughs) I'm not the bandit. I haven't asked for your tithe, have I? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have not. So that's good. So no, you're not the bandit. (laughs) Yes, yes, you have not. <laughs> yes, yes you we have, have no bananas. <laughs> yes, and uh, that sign that you had in your grocery store one time really sticks out to me one time. You had a sign in there that said, yes, we have no bananas <laughs> from the, wherever and, that and came pe- from. When people found that out, they would split. <laughs> they would just leave. <laughs> the banana splits. Oh man, we could go. We could go anywhere with all this talk. <laughs> I know we we could probably just keep going and uh, forget about spiritual stuff for fifteen minutes. <laughs> Whole chain of you and me. We did lunch the other day for what probably about an hour, and we hardly did talk about any spiritual things like we often do. Just to start talking about other stuff. You know, it it had been a while since we had done lunch together, so we just had a lot of personal stuff to get caught up on. Right? I yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I made the comment we're th- we're throwing away our uh, bag or tray or whatever, and and I said, hey, we didn't even talk about the Bible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep, yep. As well as if it's a thing you have to do when you get together with no. another believer. <laughs> kind of a requirement. Otherwise, you can't call it a fellowship. Right. Yeah. So we weren't actually fellowshipping. <laughs> it was just two guys getting together for lunch. That's all. Ah. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I love <clears throat> the stuff we've been talking about here on the podcast, though. It's just uh, all interesting stuff to me, and it's all been on my heart. Uh, we have covered a lot of things during the last five weeks as we've been talking about the tithe, about tithing, the whole concept of tithing, and how it doesn't fit into the new covenant. You know, we've got five podcasts there that you can go listen to to find out the various things that we've said about that. I think it's very important that people understand that tithing. the idea of giving 10% of your income to a church being something that all believers are supposed to do. The understanding that that is not true is very crucial in understanding that we are free to give. It's crucial in helping people to understand that there is freedom. You have freedom in your heart to decide for yourself what you want to give, how you want to give, who you want to give it to, and that could go on and on forever. I mean, the various myriads of ways that we are able to give to other people, to ministries, to charities, to churches, to people who are struggling, to people who are having a hard time, to, I mean, there are so many ways in which a person can give, and so we're going to get into some of that stuff now, because even though we've talked for weeks now about how we're not for tithing, we are forgiving. And I'm not saying we're, we're forgiving. We're not, we are forgiving people, but we are for. 
giving. <laughs> so we are all we are pro giving. Let me put it that way. So uh, we'll talk about that, and uh, hopefully you'll understand too that in your heart you are absolutely free to do whatever you want to do as far as giving goes. So many plays on words during this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's never been our intention during this series or at any other time to discourage giving. But the religious approach to trying to make a tithe, or as they define it, 10% of all of your income, to try to make that a, re- a requirement is just deceiving and, and misleading. And we want to get you freed up into grace, you know, uh, because that's why Jesus came. Also, I, I think I want to mention, because we do joke around about it a little bit, and maybe sometimes we're not joking quite as much, um, even during this podcast, you know, something that I said, we do have great respect for those who have devoted their lives to ministry. Yeah. We're against uh, a lot of the religious stuff that comes within that package, because it, like I said, it's it's deceptive and misleading, and it, and it brings people into bondage sometimes. We want to see people freed up into the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and experience life abundantly in that way. But we're not against those uh, who are in the ministry. I mean, Joel, I mean, your your dad was in full-time ministry for like decades, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 50, and, and we, both of us have spent time in a donation-based ministry in Christian radio. So we, we understand what you're up against out there, those of you who are in full-time ministry. It can be a challenge and maybe even a bigger challenge to try and, and, and do all of that uh, through the eyes of grace that a lot of people just don't get. That can be a big challenge. So we're here to um, encourage people into giving, and there's many ways you can do that, and it doesn't always involve money. But maybe one of our first contexts here from uh, the Bible pages is uh, where Paul is addressing believers in Corinth in, in 2 Corinthians. Well, maybe I'm, I'm maybe going to start as I said before the podcast, Joel, I'm going to start where the bottom line is in Second Corinthians 9. And um, got it open here right now. Each one, I mean, th- this this is just a, a starting point here for us. Each one, verse 7, Second Corinthians 9, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So everything that we've said over the past five or six weeks about tithing and and some of those uh, manipulative methods that are used by people who even, maybe they mean well, Paul never really talked about any of that stuff, tithing stuff. Uh, But here's a summary of something to go by. And it's just one verse, and there's much more to be said about it, but each one gives as he has decided in his heart. Uh, not because you're doing it grudgingly or because you feel like you have to. You don't want to be reluctant about it. God loves a cheerful giver. God gave, right? John three sixteen. God loved so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. And that same kind of love that we've inherited as new creations in Christ, that's born inside of us. It's it's embedded in, in our new nature as, as righteous individuals. And so with that is a desire to want to give. So, even, But I did want to reiterate, even if you don't have much in the way of money, and most of us think we don't, <laughs> <laughs> no matter where you're at, you know, even the millionaire thinks he's, he needs more, right? But uh, even if you feel like you're just scraping to get by, there's many ways in which you can give and, and to be able to do it cheerfully. Right, yeah, whether it has to do with, with money or a myriad of other ways. And I think what 
what you were saying there is that it's it's something that as new creations in Christ, it is something that is truly in us. It's part of our nature. You know, again, I think some people have a problem with that because of the fact that tithing has been taught so much that they get turned off or, or manipulative teaching on giving. There's been a lot of that. And so the whole idea of giving just turns people off, understandably so, just because of how it's been so wrongfully taught. And, and for some people, this is, it takes time to unlearn a lot of these twisted teachings that we've been taught, whether it has to do with tithing and giving or whether it has to do with the, anything else to do with the clash of the covenants, anything else to do with law and grace mixing together, um, living by laws and rules versus living freely by grace. You know, it takes time for us to unlearn a lot of things and to learn the truth about the freedom that we have in Christ. But when you can get this junk out this junk teaching about tithing and manipulative giving, you can search within yourself, and it doesn't really take much, but you just you can look into your own heart, is really what I'm trying to say, and realize, wow, okay, so I can actually give, whether it's financially, whether it's of my time. I can give of my time to other people. I like ministering to people in this way. I can... I can give of myself in there. I have some stuff that I that's just sitting there that I can give, or I can go purchase some things because this ministry or this person has a need. This family, they just had a baby. I can go help them, maybe babysit or provide a meal for the family. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying that you can look within yourself and realize without all of this stress on yourself, like you have to give. You have to give a certain amount. You have to do it a certain way or God won't bless you or you're going to hell or or whatever. You can finally be free to give like what this verse says from 2 Corinthians 9. You can give as you purpose in your heart. You get to purpose in your own heart. Imagine that. You get to be free to decide in your own heart without having to be gr- you know grudging in what you're doing or of necessity, because God loves a cheerful giver. And I not I don't think that means to say that he doesn't love you if you don't give cheerfully. It just means that that's the type of giving that God loves. It's when we're able to give cheerfully. Yeah, so the the, the context here, in, in a nutshell, in 2 Corinthians 9, I mean, Paul was, was writing to these people. There, there was some sort of a planned uh, ministry of giving that was going to be taking place, and he was writing to them to make sure whatever they had discussed previously, that they still intended to to follow through with that planned ministry of giving. And so he was sending people ahead to confirm they were prepared to minister that giving as they had previously promised to do. And so shortly after that is when we see Paul saying some of these things. Uh, and in verse 6, prior to what we just read, the, the uh, Paul says this, the point is, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So what has religion done here? They've turned this completely inside out, and they've told people, if you give more, God will give you more. If you give less, God will give you less. And and that's just turned completely inside out. We're told a lot of times by religion that uh, if we sow sparingly, that we'll get less money back from God, that he'll give us less. But we need to take a step back and consider what's being sown. 
uh, and what's being reaped because um, sometimes we just need to get the focus off of ourselves um, mm-hmm. and, and realize that, uh, you know, it's, it's not one of those things where if you sow bountifully, you, you will reap a, a bountiful blessing for those who are being sown into. It's, it's just, it's so simple if people will just see it, but it's hard to see sometimes if, if you've been taught uh, these kinds of things all of your life. Uh, in other words, you sow bountifully into people. You give generously, generously into people, and by the way, giving doesn't require that you just give it to a church corporation, but you, you right. sow bountifully into people, they are going to reap a bountiful blessing. It, it's, uh, it's as simple as that. Um, and so I, I realize that that's not how people have been taught. They're just always taught, well, you give more and then God will. It's a, prid, uh, a quid pro quo, Joel, where <laughs> a uh, quid pro Quo, Joel, <laughs> three times fast, and I'm not it's, it's say like it. It, this is it's the opposite of grace, where you say, "Well, if you give, then God's going to give more to you." That that's not grace, right? Yep. And we'll we'll get more into this as time goes on. You know, the the very beginning of that chapter, you know, Paul says, "Now concerning the ministering to the saints." Uh, so this is all about you know him um, wanting these people in Corinth to minister to other saints. And so again, it's, it, indeed, like you say, it's not about them sowing so that they will get something out of it, but so that other people will. So more on this and other things about grace giving coming up on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.